me on Facebook, hold that with you always run to, dumb ass bitch. Broke ass hoe, bomb ass hoe. Side. Hell no! The right. fuck? Right. Yep. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. What else? Stitcher, uh, Amazon Podcasts. Uh, almost. You'll find us on Audible soon. You might find us on uh, Pandora soon. I even know Pandora had podcasts. Wherever you can get podcasts, you're about to be able to find us at. Fire. Yeah. Yep. You can contact us by email. Contact the management for booking at CodyPod2977 at gmail.com. You can call us, send us a text message, send us a picture. Leave us a voicemail at 843-410-8531. And yeah, you can follow us on social media. Um, You can. Here's one thing you can do. You can go to iTunes right now. And leave us a five-star review. It costs you nothing but your time. And it's not going to be more than five minutes. It probably won't even take that long. It really depends on how long your review is. But yeah, leave us something nice and we'll love you forever. But yeah, you listening to the Children of the Net podcast. Feel, feels good to be back. How you feeling, Mike? I'm feeling amazing. Splendiferous. Splendiferous. Like, <laughs> splendiferous. Is that a real word? <laughs> oh, it, uh, if I said it, it is. You you heard it, didn't you? So yeah. it is. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I love words like that. Um, words that are obviously real but don't sound like unscrupulous. Like Scrum- I really, I was gonna say scrumptiousness. That's not a word. That, that is a word. That's not a word, <laughs> nigga. You, you made that up. I didn't make it up. Will Ferrell did, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, man. Someone could some could argue that everything is made up, but you know, we I like the facts don't care about your feelings on the children in that podcast. Ooh. Right, talk to them. I heard it. I heard talk, that. Talk to them, me. <laughs> but as always, as we'd like to do, start this podcast out on a high note with a little bit of we see you. It's our corner of black excellence where we look at the blacks that are doing the excellence and we let them know, hey, 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 we see you. We My see child. you. All right, now. All right, there, cat daddy. Hey, 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 look here. Look here. 
All right, all right, man. <laughs> Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Don't you ever make that sound again. <laughs> like, ah, I see what you're doing. I see okay. what you're doing. I got you. Ah, okay, okay. Ah, I see you. I see. I'm trying to get like you. Okay. All right. All right. Say less. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. M- money's in the building. Back up. Oh, Uh-oh. Hey, 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 it's your world, cat dad. I just live in it. <laughs> Mike, you got any We See You shout outs for uh, the people today? Of course I do. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I talk a lot about uh, those South Carolina State Bulldogs. I talk about South Carolina State in general, especially being the illustrious, the, the greatest, the number one educational institution in these United States and also the world. But I just want you to know that for this we see you is going to be no different. I must talk some more about my Bulldogs because this past Saturday in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the newly minted, we took home the W, baby. That's how we get down. We get, Lord, there was so much trash talking going on throughout all up and down the MEAG, the, just the, the swag, just all HBCUs in general. Like, it felt like all eyes was on South Carolina State and Jackson State University. But guess what? We showed out. You counted us out. But guess what? We showed up. We showed out. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we took on the W. The score being 31-10. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I think that deserves a, a nice round of applause. I mean, go ahead. Get, go ahead now. Go, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Don't be bashful. Go ahead and clap it up. Clap it up one time. Clap it up one time. Yeah, yep, yep. Keep it going. Keep it. Yep, yep. Don't you dare stop. Keep it going. Keep it going. Okay. All right. All right. But first and foremost, I, I as far as this game goes, there is a lot of praise that that is well deserving on both sides of the field because, like I said, South Carolina State University and Jackson State University, uh, two great coaches, a lot of great players. Like I said, on both sides, really stepped up and showed out. Um, from the uh, the Tiger side, big salute to, to to Coach Prime, the Coach Deion Sanders, Mr. Primetime himself. I mean, hell, he had a hell of a season. I think it was going uh, eleven and two, I mean, eleven and one before this game. Um, I know he had some health issues, but he, you know, he persevered. He made it through. The team stayed, you know came together like a unit and just executed the plan. They were motivated and all that other great stuff. And they showed improve all year. So salute to them. And I think for that, for, for uh, uh, coach prime is concerned. I believe he's taken home the, uh, what was it? What was it? The, the new Eddie Robinson award for this year. So salute to him. And even down to his son, even though, Hey, Things didn't go well for him on this game, but uh, as as a freshman QB, uh, Shador Sanders goes, he's also taking home the 2021 Jerry Rice Award. So salute to them both, and even shoot to this other son, Shiloh Sanders. Hey, salute to them, y'all, y'all, y'all. Coach Sanders really put on for HBCUs, HBCUs this year, 
And man, thank you. Thank you so much for, for putting all of us on the big stage just to show the world, hey, we have talent. We we are here. We we're we produce holler all the type of Hall of Famers out there, especially at South Carolina State Go. Shout out Donnie Shell, shout out to Harry Carlson. Just 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 to just to name a few. <sighs> but with that out the way, back to my Bulldogs. Uh let's see. Uh the the, the, the Mr. Corey Fields from Bishop Hill High School was out there showing out, just, just, Lord, just dropping by all type of bombs in the end zone, uh, just, just, just making it look effortless, effortless, and just looking, just looking so easy out there on the field, and also dropping passes to to Somerville High School's own uh, Mr. Shaquan Davis or Shaq Davis. And hell, he was out there. He also was out there showing, <laughs> showing out in the end zone, doing a, a prime time end zone dance. So I mean, it was this, it was this smidge that disrespectful, but shit, I allow it. I allow it. He earned it. Hell, I know he took away um, the, I think it was the uh, offensive uh, MVP for the game. So salute to him. And also, I want to send a huge salute to uh, Mister Dakobe uh, Durant from Lamar, South Carolina. Because prior to the game, he was already named the uh, MIAC's Defensive Player of the Year. But I, I know for this game, oh, hell, I, I think he was named uh, <laughs> Defensive Player uh, MVP uh, for the game. And also, he's walks he's walking away with the, the Stats Perform uh, FCS All-American team. So I know he was rocking and rolling all season. According to HBCUGameDay.com, uh, he racked up 39 tackles on the season. Um, his, with one of his first sacks actually being at the Cricket Bowl. Um, he had about, uh, uh, let's see, uh, oh, excuse me, 30 stops while leading the conference in pass defenders with 15 and also three interceptions this season with a pair being back in September against the nationally ranked Clemson Tigers. Oh, that mercy. So also he'll be out uh, competing in the East-West Shrine Bowl in Vegas on the Third of February, 2022. So once again, shout out to, to both sides of the field. Shout out to all the alumnus. Shout out to all the HBCU grads or even undergrads that came out. I hope y'all, well, for one, I hope y'all were in good health. Um, but yo, we, we really showed out out here. And especially shout out to everybody that was watching the game. I saw some number out there that it was uh, 2.59 million viewers. And I know one, one of that... Two million was definitely me, as because uh, I was definitely at uh, Nigel's uh, black-owned restaurant, making sure that a black-owned uh, establishment got my black dollars. So, hey, it, it was it was Saturday was such a black affair. It was it was truly a beautiful day for all HBCUs, though. But hey, I, like I said, I, I I can't I can't say enough about how this season went for for for, for the home team. I'm proud of y'all. Just for getting so many W's, so many important W's, I should say, and I mean, I, yeah, I think we, I think it's fair to say that we're definitely uh, 2021 HBCU national national champs. So <laughs> I don't know how you, how any other HBCU can want to argue that, but facts is facts. But it is what it is, guys. So, like I said, congrats, you earned it. Uh, let's see what what else I got here. Oh, even better, even better. Uh, to continue on with SC State football or just SC State in general, I would like to talk about my LB, Dr. Aaron Hare. He's a child of the illustrious 
Orangeburg, South Carolina. I I consider him a, a, a jack of all trade, master of none. Whether it be bartending, whether it be skydiving, whether it be uh, what else does Aaron do? Uh, the the biggest thing I really do know him for is being the gun enthusiast that him, that he is. On top of being a podiatrist, right there in the in the city of Florence with his lovely wife, uh, Brandis Hire. Um, with I guess gun ownership being so big in his heart and has been a true passion of his. He decided more recently to kind of step out on faith and really, I, I guess, do more with it. Other than just owning a shitload of guns, he wanted to make sure that he advocated for, like I said, gun ownership, uh, gun maintenance, gun education, the whole nine. So him and his partner decided to start up Docking 12. Uh, Docking 12 is here to serve your firearm training needs, specializing in concealed weapons permit uh, training and just general firearms education. No matter if your goal is for training, for self-defense or recreation, they got you covered. So he's uh, started up these new classes. It's all actually being held at 58 Glenwood Drive in Sumter, South Carolina. All payments are accepted. Um, I'll make sure that the link to his uh, Facebook page is in the show notes. So if you, like I said, if you want to get your concealed weapons permit or just like you said, either for self-defense or recreation, my LB, Dr. Aaron Hare, is the is the man that you need to go see. So shout out to the good brother. Uh, lastly, on a very, very uh, somber note, uh, I want to express my uh, condolences to Virgil Abloh and his family. We lost a true, a true, a true legend in the in the in the fashion world of sneaker culture. Uh, legendary designer. Uh, he's of course more popularly known for the creator of, of Off White, and also being the artistic director of Louis Vuitton's menswear. Um, he lost we lost him recently due to a, a quiet battle with a rare heart cancer. Um, Man, it's, it's, it's so much we can say on Virgil. Virgil uh, I, of course, I knew I knew him for his uh, all the Nike collabs that he did. I know he's more popularly known. Well, he kind of made his splash in regards to the the ten, where it was off the top of my head. I believe it was the the Jordan One, Prestos, Air Max ninety sevens. For what he's done with the the Nike and Jordan brand, oh man, yeah, whew, so impactful. Uh, like I said, uh, we just want to offer our truest heartfelt condolences to his family. He will be truly, truly missed. He left a huge impact on all of our lives, and we just wish him well, and especially for all of his loved ones and friends and the whole nine. So, God bless. Yeah, God bless. And rest in peace. Yeah. And here's where we insert the applause. But I got some WCU shout outs. Um, first one is a big WCU to Candace Johnson of the But I'm Not a Critic Though podcast and, and the But I'm Not a Critic Though brand. Candace has been working on But I'm Not a Critic Though for as long as I've known her, uh, which has been many, many years. And she's all about having healthy discussions about music, loves music, loves anime, loves art. But definitely loves music and talking about it. Started out as a blog where she was able to review and discuss music. And then that blog then turned into a podcast, which runs now and is running concurrent to this one. Um, 
check out the most recent episode on Astro World that's put out on November 18th. It's the it's called the Binac Podcast, the B-I-N-A-C-T podcast on Spotify. And I'm pretty sure you can find it everywhere you find our podcast. Um, good listen, good content. Um, if, but if you want more than that, she also curates pot um, playlists on Spotify where you can find out about new music, do virtual listening parties, um, all of those things. But keep up with Candice. Um, make sure you're following her on Instagram at But I'm Not a Critic Though. And go to But I'm Not a Critic Though.com. Check out all the merch. Check out all the the uh, the new posts, the articles. Follow her on other places. <laughs> um, and check out everything she has going on. It's always good to support other creatives and see what other people are doing. Um, and it's always good to also see folks that have come a long way like mike i'm pretty sure you have a lot of homies that started out small and now they've gotten bigger and candace is one of those people also check out some of the brands she works for like quirktastic which is all about anime and blurred nerd culture same sorts of things that we're about over here so it falls right along with that so if you like the children of the internet if you go over there and or not if, but when you go over there and listen to Candace Johnson and the Binac podcast and leave her a five star review, make sure you let her know that the children of the Internet podcast sent you will also love you forever for that. Yeah. And my second we see you shout out is to you. You know who you are. I know you doubted yourself at first, you know, when you first started, you stopped and then you started again a little bit slower, a little bit slower than the first time, but you knew progress was a slow process, but you knew what you wanted. You affirmed it and you never stopped moving towards that goal. Mm. Whether anyone else recognized it or not, you were looking and working towards your goals and guess what? You did it. It may not have been a monumentous occasion for the whole world, but it meant the world to you. A splendiferous occasion. You cried, <laughs> but you also celebrated. You didn't cry too long and you didn't celebrate too long. You deserve the celebration that you have because we celebrate the small and the big victories. And more than anything, you deserve a reliable cell phone provider. That's why this week's episode of Children's Internet Podcast is brought to you by Boost Mobile. <laughs> why are there always Boost Mobiles in the hood? Why not Google Fi? Do hood folk know about Google Fi? They don't know about it because it ain't in their neighborhood. But mm. that concludes our We See You for the week. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Candace. Shout out to all of Mike's close friends and relatives. Okay. That's <laughs> all. All right, so <laughs> moving right along to, uh, uh, you hear that, Mike? Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 I, I this, know that oh, this coffee oh. is piping hot. Uh, oh, Ooh, yes. It's time yes. for some coffee. Coffee is that shit that keeps you woke. It keeps you informed. It keeps your eyes wide open so you don't miss what we're seeing. Mm. So coffee for us is our way of providing you life pro tips that keep you 
inform when you're moving throughout the world, whether that be with tech or that you be just socially so you can avoid social faux pas while you're navigating this place that we call America or wherever you're listening to this podcast at shout out to our listeners in Australia. <laughs> Do we sound upside down? Anyway, um, I'm brewing up a fresh cup over here, Mike, but I know you got some coffee for the people. What you got? Ah, damn, burnt my hand. Damn, this one's, uh, this one's pretty Why'd you put your hand in the coffee? Uh, hey, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hot> damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but no, no, no. I think I got a good one. Uh, this one, really, this one's for everybody. So this is a non-earmuff moment from last time. This one's really, truly, truly, truly for everybody. Uh, anybody that's looking to either make a career pivot, um, anybody's looking to, I guess, enhance their field that they're in, depending on what field that it is, um, but it's looking to go back into school and you're trying not to go maybe the the, the, the bachelor or grad school route or doctorate route but let's just say if you're in your career and you're just trying to just you know you know better yourselves hone your skills i highly recommend uh especially in the in the, in the times that we're in <laughs> with everything that's going on with, with everything that's going on to highly look up uh your local tech schools and see if they have no matter what state that you're in and see if they're offering any free tuition for in-demand professions i know here in the state of south carolina uh governor uh foghorn i mean governor mcmasters as uh <laughs> has signed <laughs> on to, to uh sign on to get some funds to really help those that's looking uh, to really expand or either start over or what have you uh, according to governor.se.gov on the 3rd of, of november uh, 2021 uh governor henry mcmaster today announced a 17 million dollar investment in the south carolina workforce through the creation of the workforce scholarship for the fu- scholarships for the future pilot program called upon the general assembly to provide 100 $24 million in American Rescue Plan Act, or ARPA, whatever, to extend the program through the 30th of 2024. The program, which will initially be funded through the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Gear Fund, will address the South Carolina's labor shortage by providing scholarships to cover the cost of tuition and required fees at any technical college in South Carolina. Uh, just got to go more so into detail, and I'm using Trident as uh, my ex- example here, Trident Technical College here in Charleston, South Carolina. Where I know we for, both are. <laughs> either way, um, I know for some of their high-end demand jobs that they're offering that zero, and I say free, zero, free 99, or whatever you want to call it, free tuition and freeze for programs, and it's, if, and it's for High demand fields such as business, culinary, hospitality, education, engineering, manufacturing, health, human and personal services, IT, law, criminal justice, maintenance and technical trades and media and visual arts. So I highly recommend for all of our listeners, if you're like I said, you're looking to either career pivot or to kind of hone your skills, maybe pick up something, especially if it's in one of those fields I just named to look into it and take advantage of this. This is this is quite the time to be alive. And this is this is probably matter of fact, this is probably God telling you that, hey, go go check this stuff out. You you are already thinking about it. 
<laughs> go check it well, out. Go, what are you doing? Go, you go, sit on the couch all day. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but but no, in, in, in all seriousness, I, I highly recommend. I hope I hope this touches someone to to finally go out there. And like I said, if you, if, you, if you're just looking for that change, to take advantage of uh, of these tech schools because they're here to your advantage. Don't you dare turn your nose up at them, especially once again. This is free money. Zero dollars on tuition and fees. I don't know how else to say that. This is for your, this is to your advantage. So please, 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 please take advantage of this time if you can, if you want it, only if you want it. So other than that, uh, Byron, you you can probably help me with this one. When you use your, well, excuse me, do you use your dishwasher? Yes. Often as I can. Because you're, you're a black man and you was raised in a household probably where you were told, no, you better wash those dishes by hand. Exactly. And for for that reason, I use a dishwasher as much as possible. I even Good. use rinse aid. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. As, as we all do. But no, it, it was something that it, it was something that I saw recently that 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 touched my heart because I know I was guilty of this. How do you put your uh, silverware in the basket? Is it, uh, is it I always put the, the no, I put the I put the dangerous in poking out the top, except for knives. Knives uh, always put head down, but everything else I put head up. Well, I know I I, I do the same, uh, fork up and spoon up in the whole nine. But yeah. it was something it was something that I saw on social media. Shout out to the homie uh, Jermaine that had the stats about nigga. Why are y'all still doing that? It's a dishwasher. It's all going to get washed regardless. There's holes in the basket for it. Just put that thing in head first and you'll be fine. When I saw that, I couldn't let it go. I was like, damn. He's right. I mean, I don't, I don't even be thinking about that. Like, I, I, don't even, I, I don't put it in. I don't. I put it in whatever direction because it don't. <laughs> like, bro, sometimes I lay them shits out across the top rack. I don't. <laughs> As long as it goes in there, I don't care what direction it's in. I feel you. I, I put a bowl in there just like face up <laughs> like the other day. I, I know it didn't get clean. I know it didn't. That's nasty. Like, hey, that's, it's in there. That's nasty. I mean, it didn't get clean. Like I had to wash uh, it by hand. I'm, I'm about to say, I was like, bro, that's, that's nasty. <laughs> but, but no, uh, I'm not telling you not to do it, but it's a thought. That's just a thought. <laughs> Oh, love, nice. but, I, but that's all I got for my coffee. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, you're black. You're a grown-ass person. Use mm-hmm. that dishwasher. Your parents can't beat you no more. They, they can't do nothing it. to you. They can't do nothing. You, you fit the bill. They can't do nothing to you no more. I asked mm-hmm. my parents why they don't use their dishwasher the other day. My mom said because we wash them by hand. It's like that's not an answer. Oh, dude, that's that's really not an answer. That's <laughs> not an answer. That doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm some you didn't so, you didn't press. I'm some you didn't press any more than that. I didn't. I did not. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's- start maximizing your productivity, Mike. Your productivity levels. What they looking like? Uh, on the scale of one to ten. Yeah. And what day is this? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, probably about a. I'm gonna give it a a, a light four, strong five. Rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers up. Yeah, get those rookie numbers. numbers. Get them up. Get them up. <laughs> Mike, 
fuck it. Let's automate everything. How many repetitive tasks do you run into every day, whether that's just at home stuff with your smart devices, whether that's with sending emails in your personal life, dealing with podcast stuff, saving files and say like downloading files from your email and then saving them to your Google Drive. Mm-hmm. Those types of things. I'm pretty sure you encounter them every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike, let's automate that shit, baby. Listen, automation is more accessible than it's ever been. We got we got uh, Microsoft Power Automate. We got Zapier. We got If This Did That. We got Webhooks. We got everything. Let's automate your life. So, personally, my favorite is Zapier. Um, I use it all the time. I use it for almost everything. But I also love Microsoft Power Automate. So, basically, what these... These automation tools do. Um, Mike, do you use any automation tools at all? Uh, not off the top of my head, but go ahead. I, I already knew that because your productivity is <laughs> out of focus. It's a fault. Um, but basically, they they operate like APIs so they can connect different programs which normally don't interface with each other. And now they can interface with each other. So, for example, let's say you're a person who gets a lot of images emailed to them that you then have to then save and then to your Google Drive or whatever, your OneDrive, maybe Dropbox with these automation tools, you can automate it. Say, like when I get an email, you basically set up a trigger that trigger then triggers an action. So when this happens, then this will happen. Mike, I'm pretty sure you deal with a lot of if then statements or mm-hmm. if then else mm-hmm. or if else statements. Mm-hmm. So. If this happens, which is if I get an email with a picture in it, then upload it to Dropbox. Simple enough, right? So it removes you from the process and it'll do it all on its own. Especially if you're a creative like me, you get you get clients sending you their artwork. You get photographs being sent to you. These are all important things. And sometimes, hey, we're human. We may miss things. We may get lazy one day. It's better you just automate it and just do it yourself. I mean, then doing it yourself. There are a slew of other different functionalities inside of these automation tools. Play around with them. For the most part, they're either all free or they have a free version for you to try out and check it out. Just start automating your life. Um, I know with me, I use If This Then That to automate some of the... Um, I mean, I do it with Amazon Alexa too, but for the sake of this discussion... I automate some of the smart lights that come on. Like, hey, if I'm within, I don't know, a mile of my house, then turn on the lights in the apartment. So by the time I get there, lights are on, music's playing, TV's on, somebody's there, I'm getting robbed, you know? (laughs) Automate your life, up your productivity. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, man, automate everything. Uh, your ceiling fan has a winter setting. <laughs> it be cold as shit in y'all places. I know that because modernly we don't turn off ceiling fans anymore. We don't turn off fans in general. Like we just we have we need the fan on to go to sleep. We need the fan on to exist. I've seen it because I've been in y'all cribs before. Just go and flip. Turn your fan off for a second. Flip that switch that's on the on the base. 
flip that. It's between the blades and the light. Flip that switch. It's probably black. It'll spin your fan the other way, right? And what it's then going to do is, well, first it's going to rain uh, dust down <laughs> on your ramen. So, the, so at least put a napkin over your ramen, your bowl of ramen before you do this. Because you didn't do that trick where you took an old pillowcase and put it over the blades and then pull. But Never. Mm. Never. Damn. Life pro tip. Mm. But turn that winter setting on. And what it's going to do is we all know heat rises. We know this. What it's going to do is bring all that heat that's that's now risen and pushes it right back down to you. Mm. Listen, winter settings on your on your ceiling fans. Stop making it cold in your house and it don't need to be. Damn, man, you can have a fan on and still enjoy your life. Talk to him, bro. Talk to him. Yeah. And, and hey, one more thing. Uh you can use the lamps in your house. You don't have to use this the ceiling light when you walk into your room or bedroom. Ceiling lights are gross. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> no I judgment. Turn the ceiling no light judgment. when I I turn if if the ceiling lights on and it's just me, there's something wrong. I'm looking for something. I'm like yo, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Where did it go? You know? Yeah, I, I I I now admittedly, and I'm trying not to sound too judgmental, and I'm trying to sound with some compassion. But I yeah. always thought it was weird, whether it be like close friends. Or whoever, if they're staying, like say in my guest room, or just even in their own room, and I always saw that the ceiling light on versus the lamps. I'm oh, like, like now, like why? As a man who uh, who loves, uh, I wouldn't say interior decorating, but I do appreciate a nice interior design or decoration. Mm-hmm. You need every room <laughs> needs three types of lighting. Mm-hmm. One is overhead lighting. That's like. The fill light. It fills up everything so you can see stuff. Mm-hmm. The second is soft lighting. So mm-hmm. that's going to be your lamp. That's going to be your your tabletop lamp. That's going to be your, your stand-up lamp, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And the third is a spotlight. Your spotlight is going to be for when you're reading, when you just need the light focused in one area. That's mm-hmm. going to be your canopy lamp. That's going to be your actual uh, your actual spotlight lamp. Something like that. Now, there's a fourth optional kind, and that's a mood light. That's going to be your your RGB, you know, mm-hmm. your your LED mm-hmm. lights and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, optional, still adds some flavor and can change around the feeling of your space. But you need, in every room, you need those at least those three lights. Yeah, just it feels like folk just really exercise that first one and call it a day. Like, I mean, because the first one comes pre-installed. <laughs> you don't have to install anymore. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah. man, all right. It's just it because <clears throat> the way I see it, it's like, hey man, it's your bedroom. You you want it to be chill, cool as possible. Right. Just that one field light. It's just like, uh, you just feel like you're at work all day. And I, yeah. yeah, it just feels like you're at work in your room. It's like, where's the piece? It's at? true. It stresses you out. It feels like you're supposed to be doing work. That's why I have a soft light in my room. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a stand up lamp. It's controlled by Alexa. It's plugged to a smart plug. So I just walk in. It's like, Alexa, turn on the floor lamp. Boom. And then I get in the bed. And then when it's time to go to sleep, I actually program it to respond to. So that's real. I like that. And there are some like nights that. where it's just turn it on and off all night. Like, I didn't skank. I saw what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
anyway. pre marital relations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Intercourse. <laughs> Fapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike. So we all about getting bags, right? Yes. So do you know that some of us have unclaimed bags out here? Say what? Yeah, we got bags that belong to us that we aren't claiming. Yeah, just like your secret family. This is some unclaimed bags that belong to the state right now. Well, the state has them. It's your money, but the state has it. Just like your secret family. Mm. So, So sometimes money is paid out to you, right? So just give you some background. So let's say you have a job that owes you some pension money or like some payout from a retirement plan um, and that job shut down or you moved or something happened and they couldn't get the money to you. That money's still yours. They just had to turn it over to the state and the state holds it and the state isn't going to look for you either. And it's like, hey, we'll have it here because we're legally obliged to hold it. So when you come looking for it, you can find it. But it's called uh, ClaimYourBag.com. So it's not called ClaimYourBag.com. It's unclaimed property. You can get it, at least in South Carolina, through the state treasurer's office, mm-hmm. who is Mr. Curtis M. Loftus Jr. right now. But, um, yeah, go get your money. Like, you can get on there. They have a database where you can search for unclaimed property. So you can type in your name or anybody's name. You don't have to verify that you're the person. Um, hint, hint. Um, but <laughs> you can search for unclaimed property. It'll tell you how much it is or give you a general like roundabout number, like over 100, under 100, over 1,000, under 1,000, and that type of thing. You can search for uncashed savings bonds, um, outstanding state-issued checks, all of these things. And you can do that right through this portal i know at least three people that have found you know not a lot of money but some money they found some money through this unclaimed property and then you can claim it and then just wait for that money your bag to come flowing in so hey barn what's that website again it is uh (laughs) treasure.sc.gov Yeah, there you go. Treasure.sc.gov and you'll see it right there under the four citizens heading and go claim your unclaimed property. Uh, site can't be reached. Okay, but I, I'll oh, try, that. We try that again later. Yeah, you but, spelled treasure wrong. Yeah, but no, all right, cool. Yeah, cool. Thanks. <laughs> but that's all the coffee I got for y'all today. Like, I don't I don't have anything else. That's it. I think y'all have had too much coffee. Humbly, I say, I think this was one of our best pots here. I'm, I'm just going to claim that right now. I think so. I think so. We're getting folk getting money. We're getting folk get educated. Right. Uh, get better lights and turning on fans. I mean, using uh, winter settings on fans. You automating yeah. your life. Like, listen, we just made your whole life better. Whew. Yeah. We just we just improved the fuck out of We might as well just drop in some selfish, like, it's like, hey, um, send us some money. That's some coffee for your ass. That's <laughs> hey, send us some bread. God, treasurer, gotcha. I'm in there. I'm in that site now. 
You said treasure. But go ahead. Go ahead. You good. You good. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm you, you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's oh oh. Mike, this is breaking breaking. Oh, what what? It's time for the trending topic. Mm, mm. It's time for the, the the trending topic. The trending topic is when we discuss current events and things that are going on in the world right now. Things that are trending, or at least trending with us. Um, I don't know what's going on in the world anymore. But I didn't know turning thirty would do this to me. Mm. I don't know what's cool. I don't know what what's in. I don't know what's out. I'm just I just know what I know. But yeah, it's time for the trending topic. Lots of stuff going on in the news now. Uh lots of things going on in the news. Things. So so yeah, many things. things just, just so things. many things and stuff. So, just things. Like, the war? <laughs> the, the, the wars. <laughs> Can you tell us about the? There, hold on. There's there's two wars. There's two. There's two wars. Two <laughs> wars going up right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Um, so one thing that's been going on, of course, like COVID news. You know the Omicron variant or the uh, Omarion variants out there. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's not that bad, or we don't know it's that bad, or whatever. Um, it's. I almost wish that there was some, I don't know, some kind of center uh, that controlled these types of things. It kind of just kept us informed to let us know, you know, what to do about these things and whatnot. But I, I don't know. I just wish uh, something like that existed. Like one of, it's like like if it had like a three letter. Uh, like initial type yeah, of yeah, yeah. You know, you have the FBI, we have mm-hmm. the FDA, we have mm-hmm. the CIA, we have IRS. You know, like the three letter agency, something, oh, something that like a like a government regulated agency that's filled with people for that, diseases uh, for diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're filled with people that specializes in certain things. You know, they they have done their due diligence. They yeah. they are highly accredited, uh, specializing with years of experience. Yeah, you're right. I wish there was a whole organization. Dedicated and I to wish that. they were just giving guidance about stuff like this. But I really wish they, they had would. some kind of guidelines or a website you can go to to just tell you what what's the best practices for these for with everything that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but huh, too bad there's nothing like that. So, and because of that, parents have been knowingly sending their kids to school knowing that they're positive with COVID nineteen. You heard about this? Oh, unfortunately, I have. And yeah. Can can we take it a step further? Uh, I, th- I think it was a, a, a Vice uh, article, not a Vice article, a, a Vice special that I saw with one of these types of parents, and they went as far as saying if somebody in their class was infected, like they wouldn't want to know about it. I'm like, what? Like, Yikes. yeah. I think it's somewhere out of Texas too. So, which is eh, go go figure. But um, yeah, that's. That's just weird as all fuck. Yeah. And it's it's wild that parents have been sending their uh their kids to school knowing knowing that they're positive. Like this is not like not caring. They know that their kids are positive for COVID nineteen. Except in the case of James and Jennifer Crumbly, 
whose kid tested positive for Glock 19 and they sent his ass to school <laughs> anyway, strapped up with them things and he's playing fucking, he just went, he just prestige in Call of Duty in the hallways. Nah, he went to school playing Halo on legendary mode. Bro, he, listen, I, I think he came in on damn, uh, I don't even know what the lowest level in and Halo is rookie mode. Mm. Rookie, I don't know. What I guess I recruit. Guess. He came in playing recruit. Man, bro, why do schools keep getting shot? And it's like, it's it's like oddly like one of those the earth is healing type deals. Mm-hmm. Because like we didn't hear about no school shootings all through COVID, mm. and then it's like don't send them kids back to school. Like I understand it's hard. With homeschooling and being a parent and the kids, like, don't send them kids back to school. It's not time yet. And what we did, send the kids back to school, and now they're getting shot up again. What the fuck? I I, I guess gun sales were down, and mm, I'm I'm not I'm one listening. to speculate. I'm not one to speculate that uh, gun sales, low gun sales, had an effect on uh, school turnouts. But school turnout, no. Mm. Let me say that a little better. Because kids weren't in school, people weren't buying goods. Exactly. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Yikes. I'm quite sure someone can draw that correlation. I'm quite sure someone smarter sure. than me can draw a better correlation. I'm sure if you just look at the data, it's like, hey, look, as soon as the kids went out of school, gun sales drop. Yeah. You can draw a correlation between, as someone who works in marketing, you can draw a correlation between any two <laughs> sets of data. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, man, these two pieces of shit and their piece of shit son, um, they out they literally outfitted their kid with ammunition and weaponry to go to school with. Like, and it's wild, and it's like another situation of another episode of Watch Whiteness Work. Mm-hmm. This uh this kid was caught. Um, looking up ammunition at school, sent to the office, and the the parent didn't answer the phone, and they're like, "Well, since your parent didn't answer the phone, I guess I got to send you back to class. There's nothing we can do." If that was a black kid, bro, the principal would have shot them themselves. Like they would, they we would have heard a story about this black kid getting like body slammed in the hallway because they thought they had a gun. It's like, oh, oh, he was. I thought his hands were just two guns. Sorry. Mm. But meanwhile, this white kid was looking up ammo and probably looking up other shit too, like how to shoot up a school. And they were like, uh-uh, that's inappropriate. Let me call your parents. And the parents didn't answer. They didn't give a fuck. And this nigga was just allowed to do whatever he wanted to, which ended up being killing four of his stu- his classmates. Yeah, Lord, Lord, of, Lord mercy. of mercy. Where are the white parents? Where are the white parents? <sighs> no fathers in the household. That's the problem. <laughs> but 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 the but there was an actual father in this household. What are, what are we supposed to do? You're right. You're right. Mm. This is white on white violence. It's terrible. Mm. It is terrible. Yeah. So that's been happening. Um, I, oh, I was gonna throw in there. Um, 
as a continuation from I think it was either our we see you's or our coffees from uh last episode, them uh them fuck boys in Georgia that 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 murdered uh Maude Aubrey. Oh, yeah. uh, them niggas going to jail. Right yeah. excuse me, them niggas going yeah. to prison. They Too going to prison yeah. right, rightfully yeah. so. Goofy, so stupid. Exactly. So let me Bozos. Exactly. Let me make sure what what these what these nigga name is. I forgot uh, their names, but they were uh, Greg McMichael, Travis McMichael, and neighbor William Roddy Bryan. So yeah, the dude that recorded it, like yeah, yeah. I remember he tried to like slide it, like snake his way out of it. it was like, oh yeah, I was just recording it so I could report them. And you sat on that shit for how many months? Exactly, brother. I'm like, and why were you following them too? Like, why didn't you help? Why did you stop? It's like, oh no, you were a part of this. Exactly. Got it. Say less. Yeah. Go to jail. Yeah. Don't going pass. To go. You're going Don't to jail. collect two hundred dollars. Go to jail. Straight to jail. No, get out of jail. Free card. Mm-hmm. You're not getting out in two turns. Mm-hmm. You can't roll uh, snake eyes. <laughs> you can't roll doubles and get out. Uh-uh. Jail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so me. fuck them. Um, a Houston law firm files a ten billion dollar. Mega lawsuit against Travis Scott. A $10 billion mega lawsuit. Apparently, they're representing 1,500 of the concert goers. And I think that's all 1,500. Uh, well, no, that's not. There were more people than that there. Oh, yeah, but 1,500 yeah, yeah. of the concert goers, they're representing them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. For our listeners, we didn't. That I think it just happened between uh, the time we recorded that last episode. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the tragedy I think it happened before that, but I think that was so many other things because Astro World happened before um, Dolph died. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we just didn't talk about it because it was ongoing. It was sad, and I think it was just for me. I think I, I was just my head was already hurting from seeing so much bullshit about it. Mm-hmm. Which, like, here's the thing, man. I was gonna put my opinion out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like you want to. Sounds like it's on your heart. This is. I just gotta we, make we, sure I get my words right. But I just don't take your time, Pastor. People jump on the it's Travis Scott's fault way too fast for me. Agreed. Yeah, and I just feel like. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people who are using this as an opportunity to get a bunch of racist shit off. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't sit right with me. So, yeah, there we go. There we go. Man, it, I, I just didn't feel right. like I didn't. I watched the videos. I didn't necessarily want to, but I watched the videos. You better than me. I'm not even a big Travis Scott fan, but mm-hmm. I looked at it and I was like, if that was me up on that stage, how the fuck would I know? people were in the crowd dying. Like, well, unless an entire section of people just collapsed at one time, like, how the fuck would I know? Well, tell me this, though, because uh, admittedly, I didn't watch videos. I was just me hearing everybody's stories. Um, was the stage elevated? Like it was at Rolling was. Loud? So, like, like well, well, in the same fashion at Rolling Loud, because, like, how it looks like a like a little piece jutting, jutting out, like a little Tetris piece um, po- poking out. Now I wouldn't say that, um, but it was like a normal stage, but it had, of course, it had like different Astro World fixtures and shit on it. Okay. And then at some point he was like sitting on like some kind of crane. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it did have like the the piece jetting out. Yeah. Like, still, like a little upside down T. Uh, yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. 
But still, he was on like some kind of crane for like one of the songs. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing I saw was when someone passed out and he was like, hey, hey, hold on. This person passed out. Y'all make sure y'all get over to him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Carry him out. And then he continued to do his his set and shit. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm looking at that. I'm not looking at it as like, oh, man, this dude's a cold-blooded killer. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like, hey, he's done concerts before where people have passed out and the show didn't end. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, this shit happens all the time. So, like, I'm going to keep the show rolling. Like, he didn't know people were dead. Even that one person, did, they weren't dead. They literally had just passed out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, man, I just I just did not like that. I didn't like the conspiracy theories that came along with it saying that uh, Travis Scott or Chris Jenner were making blood sacrifices and oh, is the devil's work. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, are we back here, at this here, again? Here, here we go. We're, our rappers still doing blood sacrifices. Oh, right. have mercy. Oh, rappers. Mm. Will they ever get enough? Exactly. But, um, blood but sac- How much blood is enough? How much? How yeah. much? But no, like I said, I, I, I was seeing those stories because I think it was one from, I think she was a nurse and super long story short, like I felt for her with the way that she was talking about just the, 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 the medical equipment was in such short supply and when she was damn near trying to get in touch. Well, trying to, I guess it was the camera person that was on a crane trying to get his attention and he was just willfully ignoring her to focus on the show. I'm like, bro, you, you can't look That's down not- at it. You can't look down and be like, oh, shit, there's some crazy shit going on here. I'm on the radio, too. Let me make sure I contact the stage manager and be like, yo, stop the show. Stop the show. But bro, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. It's, and, you know, honestly, this may just be ignorance on my end. Who is the emergency staff at a concert? Is it the performer and the cameraman? Like, how did it become their responsibility to make sure the venue was safe? Like, what about security? What about, like, medical personnel and things like that? Like, why weren't... Where was security at? Well, shit. Uh, well, and uh, I'm, I want to be careful saying this. I was hearing certain reports out there that, hell, on a lot of fronts, folks were drastically understaffed. So whether but, it be security, whether it be medical staff. So it's like, what can you... Well. I, I, and I say with grace and compassion, what can you do and when situations like this? I just feel like it was a perfect storm type of deal. And yeah. it, it wasn't because anyone was willfully negligent. I don't think I don't think that was the case. I, if anything, I blame Live Nation and the venue. Yeah, that's why I blame more than it was like it's, yeah. it's y'all's job to make sure that this thing is properly staffed to make sure shit like this doesn't happen. All true, and I saw and, some, and yeah. I saw somewhere that Live Nation had a had a couple stains on their record too in situations like this. But you you would think that you would learn from it to really ensure yourself. But I mean, yeah. mm. this also isn't the first time that uh, a lar- a mass of people have died at a large gathering. No, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's that stain on their record. They have a couple. Well, not even just for Live few. Nation, just in general, like in the history of of, of music and, and live entertainment, mm-hmm. like it, this this happens far too often. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, this is not a way of like excusing anybody that was involved with this, but mm-hmm. it's like it's a, it's a tragedy because eight people or I think nine. ten people died. Yeah, nine yeah, people yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you know, it's a tragedy, but the way it was spun as if it's like, yo, this has never happened before. It's the first time anyone's ever died. And it's like, nah, security and like crowd control issues happen far too often and people mm-hmm. just be dying at large events. Yeah. And it's like when you try to make it seem like an isolated event, I feel like you ignore the bigger issue. And the bigger issue is that like, yo, this shit keeps happening all the time and no one's trying to do anything about it because they just want to blame an individual. In this case, they're just blaming Travis Scott. It's like, oh, it's Travis Scott. But it's like, no, the issue is uncontrolled crowds and understaffed venues. Mm -hmm. Why does that keep happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's like I have I have one more, but it's it's just not going to come out right. So I'm going to just I'll I'll take I'll tell Stay you. Now, edit it out if it's, if it's that bad. Yeah, please edit this out if it sounds bad. One of my, and this is not me victim shaming, but I just didn't understand the purpose of bringing a child to a Travis right. Scott event. Like that part, like I said, my heart goes out to everybody that lost their life or got hurt, the whole nine. But a Travis Scott concert? Why would you bring a, a, a child out there? Here's the unfortunate part. Travis Scott is marketed to kids. Because I remember for a fact during the pandemic last year, there was a Travis Scott concert inside of Fortnite. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. so it's like he's marketed to kids, and I can see why somebody would... I wouldn't do it, but I can see why somebody would bring their kid to a Travis Scott concert. It's like, oh, my kid loves Travis Scott. Yeah. <sighs> It's unfortunate. But yeah, I, it's, it's, it's probably the reason. I, like I said, I I, I, I want to go more on that, but I, yeah, I'm I'll, I'll stop right there. Yeah, yeah, but that's right, Mike. You shame those people that died. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying. To... Yeah. Any, anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that happened. The fucking Travis Scott getting sued for ten billion dollars. Probably not gonna stick. Not and also, the the lead attorney is his last name is Coon. Anyway, on to the next. Was it true that it, it was uh, the lawyer was Trump's old lawyer? Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. Well, no, no, well, no, 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 but never mind, never mind. You can scratch that. You just spreading misinformation now, Mike. <laughs> oh, this no. is worse than Trump trying to start his own social media network. You heard about this? Yes, I did hear about that, unfortunately. Yeah, it's called Truth Social. And it's supposed to be like a mixture between Twitter and Facebook, which he's both he's been banned for both of <laughs> Fam, how do like why would anybody want to be on this? Like here's the weirdest thing. I feel like the people that would gravitate towards this are the like the quote unquote free speech people. The people that are like, oh, we can't say anything on social media. We want to go somewhere where we can kind of just say whatever we want to and like we don't have to worry about being censored. But if I came on there and I was just like, yeah, um, yeah, man, I rock with communism and Marxism and socialism and shit like that. Fuck Trump. I ain't, I'm voting for whoever the Democrat is. They will kick me the fuck off of there. Yep. Like they would delete my account. I mean, it's happened, but it's happened to me before on Reddit, where I was like on the the Donald Trump uh uh subreddit, and I was just posting some shit, and it was like, oh, Donald Trump subreddit is a place where you can 
You don't have to worry about being censored by the liberal media, <laughs> the liberal tech companies. And I come in there and it's like, yeah, man, this dude, Trump's a fucking idiot. It's like, you've been banned from the R, the Donald. <laughs> you fucking cook. Go somewhere else. I'm like, damn. All right. True. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I'm, social media is a different animal in itself already. Mm-hmm. And without fucking throwing in uh, an alt-right former president, uh, it's pretty dangerous. It is. It's a pretty dangerous space and also pretty entertaining, but also pretty dangerous. I feel like social media, you got it. I feel like we knew the dangers of it because we saw it when we were young. Mike, you had a MySpace. You had a Black Planet. And I'm pretty sure you've seen at least one person that got their ass beat over MySpace or Black Planet in the early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we knew it was dangerous back then. We knew people that were changing their appearance because of shit they saw on MySpace or Twitter. Like, we knew it. It's like, huh. I wonder if that's going to be a trend in the future. And we all knew it was going to be a trend. And here we are. And here we Trending. are. Trending. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, the the dangerous world of 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 social media and it's like it's weird because like what is social media nowadays anyway i feel like everything's social media yeah why not yeah it's, i it's, mean it's it's big business it's it's self-expression it's a it's a it's a a channel for a voice for the voiceless you know everybody everybody deserves everybody quote unquote deserves to be heard so why not so Social media, by definition, is the means of interactions amongst people in which they create, share, exchange information and ideas in virtual communities and networks. So it's like, yeah, that may sound like it's just Facebook, but that could be anything. Like that could be Reddit. Is Reddit social media? Absolutely. I remember I took a social media break, but I was still on Reddit. And I was like, damn, is this just social media for me? Hell, I took a social media break, but I found myself on GroupMe. <laughs> yeah, that's that's social media, right? Are mm-hmm. video game social media? Is YouTube social media? YouTube is definitely social media. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about YouTube is social. <laughs> that's by definition. Like it's it's even included in this definition I'm reading right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. So, yeah I mean, but uh, social media is it can be uh, aside from being dangerous. It can be kind of funny as well, but I don't know. Like there was a there was an article that recently came out about let's let's see, it was about I'm pretty sure you saw it or heard about it. It was about how Facebook says they knew Instagram it was toxic for teen girls and they had documents to prove it, but they just never acted on it. Did you see that? Oh, 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 that that crossed my desk. Yeah, it says Facebook has repeatedly found that its photo sharing app is harmful to a significant percentage of teenagers, according to the Wall Street Journal report. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how wild is that? Uh, got my ass kicked by an ad blocker just now. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, wait. I'm a I'm a pause it on this site. Hold on. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, pause on the site. Let me refresh it. Anyway, um, let's see. The journal cited internal Facebook studies over the past three decades that examine how Instagram affects its young user base and the teenage girls being most notably harmed. The company's in the process of making a version of Instagram for kids. Like, what? <laughs> how the fuck does that solve the problem? It wouldn't just make it worse. Yes. Because right yes. now, kids technically can't have an Instagram. Technically, teenage girls shouldn't be on Instagram. Because don't you have to be 18 to be on Instagram? Uh, or is it younger? I, honestly, I didn't know there was an age limit. I thought if, I thought by age limits, that was given by parents as far as social nah, media. Nah, definitely age limits. Because you have to put in your birthday when you're signing up. And when yeah. you put in your birthday, it's supposed to like, oh, you're too young to be on here. Sorry, go get on Neopets. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know what kid. Go play Roblox. Go play yeah. the slave simulator on Roblox. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, how wild is that? Like, how wild is that that Meta is still able to cook, even though they've made a dangerous product. They have the data to show. Meta? Who's Meta? So, I feel like Meta's just Mark Zuckerberg's entry into being. It's his next step in just becoming a comic book supervillain. I I thought you were going to... Matter of fact, I thought you were going to say Umbrella, but is it Tercel or whatever it's called now for Resident Evil? uh, Yeah, there's that too, but he isn't making zombies. He's just making oh, evil oh, products oh. to make evil products. Hold on. At least Oscorp, <laughs> at least Umbrella Company of a pharmaceutical company, and it's like they were trying to solve a problem. Hold on. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> ain't trying to solve no problems. If I say, it, did Mark Zuckerberg not met, make zombies? I mean, how often are we just on our phones, social media, just going... Just, just lifeless bodies. Wow. I mean, I mean, I'm, if we, when you really I'm think about it, though, and this is deep. <laughs> like, what? I, I mean, when you really think about it, though, wow. I think he did. Aren't we all just zombies on our phones just, every day? Just slave to our slaves to social media. We're, we're sl- and, and then you share a picture on Instagram of someone handcuffed to their their iPhone. We're just we're just yeah. looking. We're, we're we're getting likes and showing it to other people. Like, oh, look at me! Right. I'm doing something. So right. yeah, mm. yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. So now Mark Zuckerberg is is has solidified his his villainy. By uh, one already corrupting, not corrupting, but having this this toxic impact on the youth, and then it's like turned around. It's like, and hey, we gonna make one for for younger kids. What's up? <laughs> we ain't done. <laughs> we ain't playing with your hoe. Uh, just just another means to get some of this ad revenue <laughs> and I, i'm just trying i'm just trying to get a t i don't want to be no more i'm tired of be visa for for broke bitches i'm trying to get a right. t b stands for broke so yeah. i'm out here out here ah uh-uh. big zuck big zuck energy <laughs> yeah that's wild what are your yes. uh did you watch the social dilemma I started it, and honestly, I, I, cause it that had uh, my man's from um, Righteous Gemstone, the son. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. I, like, I, it was um, Danny McBride's son. 
Oh yeah, because they had to do like the reenactment and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I, 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 I remember I, I caught it on YouTube one day, and I, and I was about, I think I got about ten minutes in, and I was like, I'm watching this dumb shit. Really? I mean, aside from like the 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 wild reenactment, um, I thought it was actually pretty good. They brought up some good points. The thing I found weirdest about it is that the folks that were talking in the was like, yeah, you know, we used to work for these uh, large corporations at Silicon Valley and we knew it was dangerous. We told them, but mm. they ain't want to listen to us. I'm like, y'all niggas are guilty. <laughs> Still try to pawn it off on them. Y'all would it was like one of the people that is like, they were like one of the main ones that came up with the original algorithm Mm-hmm. For I think it was like Facebook or Instagram. And it's like, yeah, I knew it was even when I made it. I told them not to use it like that, but they did it anyway. So like yeah, that's, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's a great excuse. <laughs> yeah. No, nigga. You jail now. When when has that not worked for anything? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was uh I thought it was fairly interesting. If you haven't, if you're listening to you, if you're still listening, first off, thank you. But second off, uh, go look at the social dilemma if you haven't already. I think everybody saw it last year, but but well, Bar, can 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 we look at this more positively? Because let's let's think about the good times that we had on social media. You know, all the all the challenges that we've done, all of the connections that we've made. Whether we was roasting folks, uh, getting folks to getting folks the fuck out of here as far as cancellation goes. But that's why social just, media ended up how it but, is now. Because I'm been just doing saying, just shit. let's just think about let's just think about the good times. As a matter of fact, before, before we jump into the good times, can we go pay some bills real quick? Oh yeah, we definitely got to pay yeah. some bills. Uh, very late in the episode, but let's pay some bills real quick, and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Children of the Internet podcast presents Mike Stradamus. Why do women of a certain age have to take the have to take the picture in the style of one hand on the wall or another hand on the hip uh, for their social media? Just curious. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> why do rappers of a certain age why why do they feel that it's cool or necessary to make posts uh whether it be tweets uh, ig posts facebook statuses or captions like 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 they were still in middle school you, you have to know that that shit doesn't look cute anymore. That might have looked cute back when you were young, but you're a man now with a family. And especially if you're threatening somebody and it's just grammatically just wrong. It's like, hmm, looks terrible, man. Stop it. Why is there fighting in football? I mean... Your first instinct is to get up and immediately want to punch at another man wearing a helmet? That person's wearing pads. He's, he's as, pad as padded up as you are. I mean, if anything, it looks like you're just playfully roughhousing. 
why do certain black people, um, the ones specifically that either stopped after high school or maybe went to a tech school but stopped there, why do they rep the, the big name schools either in or nearest to the town that they live in or like for their state or whatever? Like, you didn't go there. Like, what does, what, what do they owe you? What does this big PWI school owe you? I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I guess they have a nice athletic program though, but you know who else has a nice athletic program? Uh, your nearest HBCU, they're pretty good too. Uh, I'm willing to gamble. Uh, some of the HBCUs in your town are probably champions. So how come they can't get heralded the same way? Hmm. Hold on. And we back, we back, we back. Mike, so the world's a stage and everybody got to play their part, even in social media. Mm-hmm. What are, who are your, some of your favorite characters in social media? <laughs> 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 it don't matter what kind. It could be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it started with me and Facebook. So let me think. Um... Off the top of my head, <laughs> and and we all know this person, this this older gentleman, the the thirsty ass uncle that that's on uh, any social media. You talking about the <laughs> ones that got on shades and a flat cap in his profile picture? Uh, shades, flat cap, or favorite athletic team? Sitting in his car. No, no, don't say favorite athletic team. We know which team. The Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got the Cowboys jersey, a flat cap, and some shades. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. Sitting and in his car. This, this is the same gentleman that uh, he's sending the friend request to ladies half his age, saying, uh, "Thank, thank you for the, uh, thank you for the ad, miss." Yeah, uh, comment on their pictures like, "Thanks for the ad. You're very beautiful." <laughs> oh man, I don't man. What the things I would do to you? Oh, them, them young boys don't know what to do with you. It's like, <laughs> it's like niggas, stop, stop. Why do you think this is flattery? Is it is you and like three other niggas making the same comment? Like you I mean, think right? It's <laughs> like, like, like hello, beautiful. I'm like oh, bro, don't ever uh, let me become this nigga. Uh, what? <laughs> but like, bro, your wife is. Your wife can see you. She can right. see what you posted. Right, but he don't know that. He just thinks it's... Oh, yeah. God. Love. Yeah. What a, what? The thirsty... Yo, the thirsty uncles be out on, on TikTok, bro. Still? Oh, yeah, bro. Still? <laughs> bro, they got... They are a mainstay on TikTok now. It's like... They, they statuses just reek of Southern Soul and whiskey. It It... This the statuses sound like a Marvin set a Marvin Cease <laughs> record. Oh, oh God. The things I do to you, beautiful. It's like stop. stop. Matter of fact, and check, and, and, check DM. <laughs> matter of fact, uh that that I think the younger version of that is 
just dudes or chicks that just love posting stuff about sex on their profiles or just like want to add you to like really explicit or a quote unquote adult groups like Uh, like man stop man you're you're let's say you're 29 and you come off like a virgin like (laughs) stop it sir that's not cute we're gonna call that social media archetype the virgin the virgin yes yeah so that's what we do in a day we build an archetype for social media (laughs) yeah all right so So we got the thirsty uncle the virgin it's like, did, did, do you know that's not how you attract women by just saying real explicit shit in their their, their fucking their comments or profile pictures right. or whatever? Like, or just sharing like, you ever seen those like they're sharing like cartoons having sex with each other? Yeah, some shit yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. It's like, eh, this is weird as fuck. It's like, I like posting those like the black cartoons. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. bro, chill, chill. Yeah, yeah. Get that shit out of here. All right. So I went twice. Go. Yeah. What's your. What's your you went twice. Went twice. Uh, the oversharer. Mm. We all know this person, most on Facebook, but the person who just cannot help but share every aspect of their life, even the shit you should not know. It's like, I shouldn't know that. I don't know. You just had a miscarriage. Not saying you shouldn't be allowed to share that, but like that's your business. Like, why the fuck do we know? Like, right when I shouldn't just, know that your happened. baby mama just kicked you out. I shouldn't know that. It's entertaining, I guess. Yeah. The per oh the person that always goes live, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I hate it so much. When I'm someone, so first off, I hate when people take pictures of me without asking me. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm just, if it's not of me, if I'm just in the picture, I, I just like I do not like that. But the people that want to go live when you're like in places, like you're out to dinner, it's like smile, you on live, everybody say hi to my live. Like, oh <laughs> my fucking god, <laughs> bro, I want to leave. Like this is not fun. Like I, I hate you so much right now. Right. <laughs> I, I wish I wished all the ills of the world happened to you and you alone. I wish nothing. I don't wish anything bad would happen to you, but I don't wish anything. I hope nothing good ever happens to you again. <laughs> I hope your phone dies. Like this. <laughs> what the fuck? I hate it so much. <sighs> yeah. And it's like, how does that look on the other end? It's like you're on live and everybody in the lives is looking uncomfortable and trying to get out of the way. Does this does that also apply to people who take pictures of their food at restaurants? Chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just just say it. Does, does Chill. that apply? Or, or, or does it have to be a line drawn in that? So, Mike, you don't take pictures of your food in restaurants? Uh, Listen, man, I no, no. no. Social media got to eat first, bro. I mean, I'm just saying, like, yes, you you just try to creme brulee for the first time. Good, good for you. Mm. Listen, I man, mean, I mean, taking pictures I, of your food is going to be a mainstay, but you're right. The foodie <laughs> is another archetype <laughs> in our entry of social media personas. 
I mean, I know I I've done it, but when I did it, I was I was promoting the nah, black owned business. You, 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 you making exceptions for yourself. <laughs> I was I was promoting a black owned business when when I do it, you know, shout out to Black Food Friday. But I'm I'm just saying that when I did it, it was it was for that. Nah, bro, you making excuses for yourself. <laughs> Uh, the lurker. Ooh. Yeah. The person who has no pictures on their IG profile. They don't post pictures. They occasionally like some shit, mm-hmm. but all they do is post stories. Mm. Or, I take that back. Maybe they don't post stories. They always looking at your stories. So you yeah. always see them in your, like, yeah. like damn, that dude don't even post nothing anymore. Yeah. You're looking at my story. Oh yeah, two. I got two in particular that I'm thinking about right fucking now. Call them out, Mike. It's, nah, it's your nah, podcast. Nah, nah, I can do that. Nah, I'm gonna let them live. Yeah. I'm gonna let them live. But I know every every story. Every time I post up, I can. I'm guaranteed these two individuals. And I say it like this: one one of them, and this is probably gonna depend on how you want to look at it. I was their uh, social media crush. So let's let's do it like that. Yikes! I don't know. You got to tell me off air. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you off air. Yeah. But granted, I know that's a that's probably another personality, but that's it's too vague. It's saying that the, the social lurker? media. No, no, not even lurker. The the other side of that, the social media crush. Ah, uh, gotcha. it's, it's too broad of a brush to stroke. I'm trying yeah. to think, how, how can you narrow that down? You can get more specific with that. Uh, yeah. The uh, let's mm. see. There's the person that's still stuck on in 2012 IG. There's that. The or the person is just stuck in 2012 social media altogether. Like the person is like they post something like very basic. Like here's a picture of I don't know what was big in 2012 that we you know tacos. Like we were just all getting into tacos back then. It was like oh tacos are a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. It's like a picture of some tacos with like a crazy ass filter on it. And it says my lunch. And then uh, uh, followed by a a plethora of hashtags like hashtag my lunch, hashtag I'm eating, hashtag uh, lunch was for dinner, hashtag food. Matter matter of fact, matter of fact, that's it. That's what we call them. The hashtagger. The hashtagger. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Like, yo, my man, chill out. Yo, chill the fuck out. The, the people that are still trying to get trending topics started on 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 uh, Twitter. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's not going to work. Hell, yeah, we, like, we, we, can... we, we've all been guilty of trying. We've, we've all been guilty of it. We've I mean, all tried, fam. Yeah, yeah, but just... You've, 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 been, you've been going in on a hashtag and then it's like, all right, cool. Let me, uh, let me see if I can get this trending. It doesn't work anymore, bro. It, it's not going to take... It's, no, it's not gonna take. They have an algorithm now. It doesn't work. What is it? You're not fuck Jerry. It's just yeah. not gonna work. It's, it's, yeah, it's bro, not they, gonna work. Yeah, man. Like, bro, I can't lie. Twitter used to be the wild, wild west. Anything could trend. I remember like it's not rape if was like number one <laughs> trending one time in like 2012. Ah, damn. I was like, yo, different time. Different time. Or, Different time. Or or my favorite, um 
was it uh how did it go it was like and you know you columbia uh type hashtags oh wow. uh, th- those type of ones yeah man that one in particular and oof, I-, I was getting my ones off on the on that one right or the the messy four panel meme yeah i don't know if you remember those where it's yeah. like columbia Greenville, yeah, yeah, Charleston, yeah. Orangeburg. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, oh, man. you remember. Good times. Matter of fact, did you ever uh did you ever play the number game? Where like on Facebook, uh, I, it wasn't just a Facebook thing. Oh, no, wait, it wasn't. Wait. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, tell, about, no, tell me about the number game. Yeah, if if I got this correctly, it was if I. I think it's if like if I DM a DM you a number, a number and, you and then I answer on, it publicly. On the wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So that I one. I played that shit before, but I really just like I just made it seem like people were asking me questions, <laughs> and I would just post like a random. And I was clearly, obviously joking because I was like back then I was uh ironically detached, so mm-hmm. I was like ah let me make fun of y'all for being having fun, mm-hmm. and I just post something like number sixty nine. It was like, oh. I don't care if you're pregnant. That's not my baby. <laughs> it's like number 420. Yes, I got rid of the itch. You mm. know, stuff like that. I don't know. You're right. You, you're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, what about your, your, your favorite? Before we get back to the uh, personality types, what about uh, some of your favorite challenges that started on social media? Man, I never liked challenges. What? I was never a fan. I've never did any. I don't think I ever did any. So you never did ice bucket challenge? No, never. Use a lane for that, sir. Yeah, no, nah, Mike. <laughs> I was never like. Listen, I was never into that that side of the internet. I was aware it was going on. I was like, man, this is stupid. Planking. I was just every time I would see something like that, I was like, somebody's gonna die. Like somebody, somebody did. Like, <laughs> somebody died every time. With every every challenge you can think of, cinnamon challenge, somebody died. Planking, yeah. somebody died. Uh, ice bucket, I'm sure somebody died. Like, huh. I don't, I don't mean to laugh, but it's like, yeah, sure enough, somebody did die because somebody dumbass decided to do plank off of a uh, what was that off a hotel um, balcony railing. Yeah, dumbass. God bless. Yeah. But, mm. Yeah. Nah, they were they were all terrible. Like it's, people just always find a way to make stuff that's supposed to be like just you know mindless fun turn into something dangerous. It's all fun and games so somebody loses an eye. Yeah, you like like the milk crate challenge. The, the milk crate challenge. Just <laughs> I can't lie. That was that was one of my favorite ch- internet challenges. Yeah, that that one because it just didn't make sense. Not I was like, all. "Yo, the government is dropping crates off <laughs> in neighborhoods and trying to get us to kill each other off." Like, where do you, like I I have crates and I don't know where they came from. I'm like, where are y'all getting crates from? Where are we all? Why do we all have crates? Where do they come from? It can't be this many crates out in the world. It can't right. be. It's right, Mike. I've, I've been in your house plenty of times. I've never seen a crate, not one. Yeah, I, I thought they stopped making crates in the in the damn nineties. I have four crates. Not word. Yeah, and like, what happens? It, it was crates like pogs, where you like bringing all your crates with you, and they all stacked your crates on. And did you take your crates back with you? Like, I, hey, I bought four crates with me. I'm leaving with four crates. I I, I guess, like, Lord, I, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I just yeah. 
What about you, Mike? What, what was your favorite? Do you had a you did you have a favorite like challenge? Oh no, that that I, I definitely participated in that ice bucket challenge. I I am definitely guilty of that. I think the last challenge I participated in was the um last year. It was the the joint where everybody was doing was it ten push no push up challenge. Oh, I did. I did that. Yeah, I did yeah, that. Where it's yeah. like, oh, challenge the next person to do 10 push-ups. And I remember struggling through those push-ups. <laughs> but I posted it on my story anyway. Like, so I was I, like, hey. Now, didn't you feel good about it? Well, didn't that do wonders for your mental health? I guess. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh. Speaking of that, another personality. the The fitness guru? Oh yeah, the person or, that's just like constantly in a state of being at the gym. Yeah, yeah, or or just the no. gym. matter of fact, not the fitness guru, but just more so the gym rat. Where they be on yeah. the positive side, they're actually on their fitness journey, which you can you can commend, and you can see you know from where they started to where they are now. Which hey man, guy or girl, good for you. You you go you go be that vegan. You go do that plant based diet and, and get yourself right and get all cut up. Yeah, but it's day. like. But it's like you could tell those people it's like their personality is being at the gym. Oh, yeah. Like this is this is who I am. I my sexual identity is at the gym. You, you know, know I, I always had the thought like let's just say, and I'm, I'm about to combine two personalities. Uh, the lurker because clearly lurkers probably stare at uh, uh, fitness models or IG or whatever, whatever. I would. This may or may not be a life hack, but if you're trying to get your life back in shape as a lurker, let's say if you are, why not uh, pay attention to when said girl or said guy, when before they start their workout, they probably have somewhere in that video what their workouts are going to be for that day. Why not be like, hmm, instead of fapping it again to this person, let me try, uh, let me try these 10 uh, burpees. Let me try these 25 push-ups. Why are you assuming the lurker isn't in shape? <laughs> am I wrong? Why, why are you assuming? A, a, am, I, am I wrong? I'm just saying, you assuming the lurker isn't in shape. Maybe they're a lurker because they be in the gym all the time. Maybe the lurker is a gym rat. Shit. Lurkers can't be gym rat. Lurkers can't be gym rat. Like, they did too- you really... Lurkers can't be t- me. Lurkers can't be gym rats. Uh, gym rats too much. Pay attention to themselves. Hell no. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, if you went to the gym and you didn't post it on IG, did you really go to the gym? Did it? Did it really count? Did you finish that workout? <laughs> did, did, did those reps count? Did, if you did, didn't post them on IG, like those gains don't count, bro. Gains don't count. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, man, there's that. There's that. Is uh, OnlyFans a uh, absolute, absolutely, yeah. Shout out to everybody that uh, came up on OnlyFans this past year or so, because shit. Yeah, shout out to people that came up, but also shout out to the people that like were on the fence about it and then got on the bandwagon too late. Yeah, I was about to, but are still folks still eating? I mean, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying. There was a golden era for OnlyFans, I assume, at one point. There was like a a period where you could have been an early adopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was, what, March 
2021 or i think something. as soon as people couldn't go outside anymore uh, they and they, as soon as you couldn't go out and meet people to fuck it was it was time that's when yeah. that's when only fans was getting off and it's like listen at any given time everybody has at least one or two people that want to fuck them mm-hmm. and i feel like at that point anybody could have started only fans you would have got at least two subscribers oh yeah You'd have yeah. got at least two subscribers. They would have got on to see what your content was like. It's like, huh, I've always wanted to fuck this person. Let's see what let's see what this is going on. Let's see what this is hitting for. Mm. And you get on, it's like, you either like it or you hate it. But hey, that, that was a guaranteed $20 for a solid man. That's two people, $10 a pop. Guaranteed $20 a month for probably a good three months or so before you're like, oh man, this person's boring. Right. Right. Also, don't be an early adopter to anybody's OnlyFans. Why is that? If you were thinking about subscribing, listen, especially if it's somebody you know, the content's always going to be whack that first couple of months. Wait until they like check back in at like month four if they're still doing it. Yeah. Because if they're literally doing the same move that they did let, the very first time, then it's like, oh, damn. Nah, that first three months, they still post stuff that's on IG. Mm. Like they're trying to scam that first three months. They're like, oh nah. Nah, fam. I heard about people posting feet pics <laughs> and <laughs> getting a million dollars. So let me post feet pics and risque photos and see what happens. I and then know. nobody subscribes, of course. So like you got two people that subscribe and they look at it and it's like, oh, this is whack. I'm not coming back. And then they stop. They continue. Yeah, it's gonna work for somebody. Yeah, it's, it's gonna shake it's eventually. Gonna, don't don't think you can start an OnlyFans and you're not gonna girls and girls, guys, and the non-binary. This is we didn't we didn't come to look at you paint or play <laughs> piano. It's just like I remember, um, like when OnlyFans kind of first started like popping. Like there was I forgot there was some famous model or actress or something like that that got on there and she wasn't showing anything but i remember she like she was uh she got on there she was like posting i guess risque photos but nothing that was like nude or anything was it a baby girl bella something does it bella thorne yes it was that sounds yep and she was posting like and she made like a million dollars and i remember people being really upset about that because like they were like again people were getting on OnlyFans to see nudes they weren't exactly. getting on OnlyFans to see Bella Thorne and uh, <laughs> a, a crop top like they exactly. were getting on and then she had like a hundred dollar private DM premium picture whatever you call it uh-huh. and was charging people like a hundred dollars for it and it's like they took the bait and it was like this ain't even a nude <laughs> and I was like yo scamming <laughs> Matter, but (laughs) (laughs) the one the one person that I truly respect as far as OnlyFans goes, and she did it right. Well, who am I to say who did it right? But anyway, she did it very creatively. Was uh, I don't know if you know the MC out of New Orleans, uh, 3D Nati. Nah, who's that? What dope lyrical MC. Physically, she is beautiful, voluptuous, booty, titties, the whole nine. She started her OnlyFans. 
You said she got booty titties. Booty, wow. booty titties. Booty the whole titties, nine. like the Bo- titties, like two big old butt cheeks. <laughs> Pretty much, but she decided not to strip down, show titties, booties, and the whole nine. She showed you how to hustle. She and I think from this point, it 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 grew such a huge following that I think she had she was in like the top ten or five percentile as far as OnlyFans goes. For not doing anything sexual, so I don't yeah. know if she's I don't know if she's still doing it, but I remember she was making like legit once once again legit lyricist, legit hustler. I said, hell, I think she just started up her own um pod no not podcast studio, but just her own studio where people can come and do type no a multimedia studio right right out of New Orleans. So I, yeah. I, I, I salute her. I like I said, dope MC, dope hustler, just and beautiful. So. Yeah, and that is great. That's a that's a great because I feel like that's a another way of taking advantage of striking while the iron's hot. Absolutely, because I mean, of course, do not get me wrong. I still stand by that. People came on OnlyFans expecting pornography. Like, make no mistake. But it's like it's the same way of people that post their regular vlog content to Pornhub or X videos or something like that. It's like you're just striking while the iron's high. You're choosing a lane that other people won't be doing this in. Exactly. And it worked for you. And if it's stupid and it works, then it's not stupid. Exactly. So I definitely applaud stuff like that. I did. I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of people that were maybe probably influenced by her mm-hmm. saying, that, hey, I'm going to start an OnlyFans, but I'm going to be on there uh, showing y'all how to make beats. You know, who knows where those went? Yeah, you check back in a couple months. Like, oh, let me let me subscribe to my homeboy's OnlyFans. He's on here making beats. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you, you're four months in. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, like I said, if, if the shit worked, then by all means, go go get your money. Hey, if it works, this can't hate on it. Exactly. Can't hate on it. Social media's had a weird evolution over the past <laughs> decade or two. Mm-hmm. Like it started out as like a separate thing, like like you could only be social in certain places. And you know, we never we never thought of uh web forms as social media, even though they were. Mm-hmm. We thought it was a clear distinction. It's like social media was personal. Like MySpace, you knew somebody on MySpace, it was more personal than knowing somebody on the boxed in slums or knowing somebody in the you know, the the allhiphop.com mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, forum and shit like that. So it's had this weird evolution where er- social media is integrated into everything now. Like everything has a social share. Like it's so, mm-hmm. it's so weird. Like I didn't notice it until like the other day at work where somebody was like, hey, this is private content. Why is there a social, a social, a social no, share option? And I'm like, you know, I'm functionally blind to social share now. Like I didn't even realize it was there. <laughs> like I just <laughs> like this content should only be seen by the board of directors. And like I listen, I didn't even realize that shit was there. <laughs> we didn't even check for it because it's on everything. Like that little share button is on everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when it pops up in places, you almost miss it because it's like I don't know. I, I see it everywhere. I'm looking at I'm looking at the screen now, and they're like four different share buttons in all four windows I have open right now. 
a question for you. Uh, do you hate it when, let's say, like you're, you're sharing something? And let's say if it's on like Facebook or whatever, and people post something, post a link in their status, and they don't delete the link. They don't know that uh, the actual image and everything already populates. They like to leave the link in there oh, and everything. Yeah. But you know what? I think that's a user experience issue and mm-hmm. not not user error because it's like they should like the 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 application should be removing the link. Like the application that's, shouldn't have both in there. I mean, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. it's just remove it. It's like yeah, we've created the image, we've created the preview, the link is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, don't, I feel like the link should be a fallback for when they can't create the the preview for some reason. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah. That, uh, YouTube got rid of the dislike button, but not really. Then it's like, why? What, what was even the point of just hiding it? I mean, they didn't really get rid of it. It's still there. Like I was just on YouTube. It's still there. But people mm. are losing their minds over it. Like, oh, the dislike button's gone. Like, they're censoring us. It's like they just took away the dislike count. So you can't tell how many dislikes a video has. Didn't didn't the dislike button, like after a certain number, actually affect the video itself? No. Never oh. did. Oh. Never did. So here's the thing, man. I was gonna put this in coffee, but I'd rather put it in here. Um and I feel like it's it's almost kind of a good closure to the social media discussion. Mm-hmm. So when you're on social media of any type, especially YouTube, whether you like some content, comment something negative on it, dislike some content, quote, tweet it with something negative, share it to somebody to make fun of it. No matter what you do with that piece of content, it is engagement. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of engagement, it's still engagement numbers. Like, mm-hmm. it's like coming to, it's like buying Nike socks just to throw them in the trash. Doesn't <clears throat> matter. You still bought them, fam. It doesn't matter what you do with them. You can buy those Nike socks and wipe your ass with them and leave them outside of the store that you bought them at. And guess what? They still, still got your money. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way it works with engagement on social media. We have been tricked into believing that if you brigade something, it's like, yo, go give it a bunch of dislikes. Go give it a bunch of downvotes. Go give it. It's all engagement. If my video gets a million dislikes, I have at least a million views. and I'm getting paid from it, even though they're dislikes. They don't remove your video. They don't deprioritize it. Nothing happens. Mm. So just be aware of that. If you don't like a piece of content, don't look at it. Don't do anything with it. Don't share it to other people. Let them know how terrible it is. Just don't do anything with it. it I remember it, people talking about Rebecca Black. I remember she had like a million dislikes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, she got a million dislikes. She's terrible. She's the worst. She'll never be anybody. Her music career has failed. I'm like, no, people are looking at her video just to make fun of it. She's getting paid off of all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still Man, getting paid to this day. So what what would you what would you call that personality real quick? Uh wait, the the person that engages with content regardless? Yeah. Uh huh. Is it is is it it's not the hater. I wouldn't say I feel like hater. I don't like I don't like the phrase hater. Mm-hmm. Uh the 
the Debbie Downer, the, the negative. Not even Nancy. that, because this is a person that's uh they're tortured by social media. Yeah. It's like they're not it's not they're being negative necessarily. They're being tortured by social media because like their whole thing is like, I hate all this shit. And but they but they're they secretly they're in their hate is supporting all the shit they hate. Exactly. <laughs> it's like they have a tortured existence. I don't know. There's probably a phrase for this or a term for this. Matter of fact, I, I you say that and that that reminds me of one person that I, I had to just to unfriend him altogether, which is also another personality. The person always says they they about to unfriend somebody. Just do it. But no. Um, I, and this is a frat brother of us of ours too. Damn. This, I guess he had one of those personalities where I don't know if it was he always had to be right, but it's, it's he was one of those individuals that spent too much time on on social media where it was like almost it was like every thirty minutes it was always just a post whether it be something that's probably informative, but it's like nigga who who you. You, you can't help but to ask the questions like, who is this aimed to? Because it's like you're always posting something. And the, the moment where I knew I had to like really kind of disconnect from him was that he decided to post a screenshot of an argument that he got into with somebody on some post somewhere on social media. And I think it was something religious related. And he took it upon himself to I guess he wanted to it was some re, some research that he did and he wanted to sh- tell this person about whatever and he was like yeah you know it, it's, it's moments like this you know it, it, it pays just to do some research so I had to show this person uh x y and z and I'm like bruh why did you take so much time out of your day to argue with somebody in some forum or somewhere on social media that don't give two huge fucks of what you just said. What like what and then why did you feel compelled to tell us about it? Like we were gonna be like, hmm. So, yeah, so we, such a such a smart person for this. Hmm. Right. Like wh- like what was the goal? Like, well, clearly we know your goal because once again you wanted you had to be right though, but it was like, why? Like nobody it's can because you then, lack, then, lack control in every other aspect of your life. This is your only way of having something to have control over. Like this is the narrative that you can control when you're posting shit on your own social media. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 one was weird. That's I was like, damn. It's like I know there's time where I know I'd be on social media too much stuff, but like, bruh. You are really like you have a wife and kid, a wife and kids. Damn! Did that's how you? Is this it, is how you choose to spend your time. Is he from DA? Uh, <laughs> Florida. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, right, cool. But um, yeah, man, that that shit was weird. And mm. oh, also, real quick, slide in there. People who always post fight videos. Yo, they, I, I don't see that no more. I haven't seen I, somebody yeah. post a fight video on my timeline. I, yeah, in five yeah, ever. Yeah, I, I had somebody that did that a lot, and I was like, Nah, man, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's the yeah. person stuck in 2012. IG. Perfect. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like bro. Another like, hashtag. Like, why? Like, what? What is the point of just seeing? Like, it's it's a fight video. It's like we we've, we've if we've seen one, we've seen them all. Right. It's like. 
it's and then it's to the point now if, if you're really trying to uh, guard your mental health as far as guarding type of negativity you see it's like how how do you still get off on that like i understand like if, if you're into fights as far as like boxing this martial martial arts but this is just regular hood fight videos yeah, we see we just seeing somebody either get a one and done. You see somebody get sucker punched, or you seeing somebody get jumped. Like, how does how does that still do it for you? Right, I don't know, man. I don't get it either. I really don't get it. I haven't watched a fight video. Last last fight video I watched was a uh, old boy that 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 uh, that was beating up white supremacists on a. Uh, on Jerry Springer, I think. No. Oh, oh no, uh, my man's. Uh, the, uh, Roy, 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 Roy Ennis. Roy Ennis, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's my type of activist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, damn. R.I.P. Roy Ennis. Uh, hold on, he's dead. Yeah, bro, he died in 2017. Oh, God bless. Yeah, That's man. right. Yeah, he was on Geraldo. That's right. Geraldo, yeah, oh, shout Raldo. out to Roy Enos, man. Like, we need to start giving people to Roy Enos. Maybe we should start. <laughs> we should start giving out awards, like just internet awards, like the Roy Enos Award. Oh, matter of fact, Miranda, I, I think we just figured out what our intro video is going to be too. Roy Enos, if not the Geraldo one, but the other one I like to play. Man, so what? here's the thing that I think that video is funny visually. Yeah, I don't know if it sounds funny. Uh, we're, we're, oh, well, we'll see. Oh, we'll yeah. find something. We'll yeah, find yeah, something yeah, by yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we post this <laughs> on Monday, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah. um, but no, but yeah, it's as as far as my 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 final take on social media is, it's pretty much in line with you. That I mean, it as far as any type of content, if it, if you don't like it, hey man, it costs you nothing not to respond. It costs you nothing. To it just costs you absolutely scrolling. Yeah, just mine. Just it's or or either unfollow or unfriend or whatever. It, it and you ain't got to see it no more. Then that person is just talking in their own little bubble, and let them do them. Yeah, right. Probably just said my quote for the day though, but I don't mind repeating it once we get to that point though. But yeah, it's it costs you nothing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. Yeah, covered a lot of shit here. Yeah, we did cover a lot of shit, and we should spend two hours. Um, Mm -hmm. it's been two hours, so I, I, you know, I do want to. Uh, I want to get the important parts out, and then we can decide what we're gonna do with the end here. But okay, um, let's do some housekeeping. Let's kind of talk about the future of. The children of the internet podcast. Um, oh man, what happened? Are we are we going off air? Man, you know what? Based on how the <laughs> last few episodes have been titled, it kind of looks like that. Because the, the our last full episode was game over, and then a new podcast is like Cody presents frames and flops, and it's like, oh, they must not be making this podcast anymore. We went like months without making anything, but now we're not going anywhere. But we are starting the Children of the Internet Podcast Network. It's going to be a collection of podcasts um, that are existing under the Children of the Internet Network podcast network uh, umbrella that we're going to use to get out all different sorts of content. Uh, right now, our you know our number one on the lineup is Frames and Flops podcast. 
starring Justin Shine. Of course, that is his real name. Yes, it uh, is. Straight from the 8-4. And Three. yes. From the great the great city of Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Yeah, but shout out, Shine. Um, I'm pretty excited to continue to grow in the network. I creative friends that are listening. If you listen, you tired of the producer standing, dancing all in the videos? <laughs> Come on over to the Children in Their Podcast Network. <laughs> trying to suppress your voice saying that you got to talk about this talk about it no no we all about and freedom nah. over here right that's all we do like we don't we don't censor nobody you come over here to children internet podcast network say whatever the fuck you want to and really to be honest the big part of this is creating community um community i feel like has been the thing that's been missing from at least from my podcasting experience um we definitely done different things over the years to try to create community, but never nothing really stuck. And I feel like this is a good way for us to build a community around black podcasting, blurred culture and all those things. And uh, let's see what comes of it. But I'm excited for what's to come. And I'm excited to tell you all what we got up next, even beyond like frames and flops. Really exciting. Mm-hmm. But y'all will hear more as as it unfolds. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, man. But it is getting late. Mike, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm I'm okay with skipping the check-in. But it's all about how you feel. I understand this, the check-in can be therapeutic. No. Hmm. Even though I, even, take, take your time, black man. Even though, even though I want to, but I, I can save it. I can save it. We got another not, recording not, next not, week. Not, not unless my fans want to hear it. Do y'all? What? What? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'll save it. I can save it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that, and, and maybe maybe it's also time to put out another weekend episode or something like that. A little short episode or something like that. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see that. Maybe we put out a very special uh, Cody Pod plus Frames and Flops episode. Oh, yeah, that's put out something real quick. Yeah, that's we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that, that's yeah. going to come. Yeah, but um, Mike, you got any closing quotes for the people? I say again, as far as social media goes, if, if you see something that you don't like and it's triggering or whatever, whatever, hey man, it costs you nothing. To pay it no mind. Absolutely nothing. Just yeah. go on about your life. It's but social you're media. Risking everything. You're risking yeah. everything by yeah, engaging that, with it. Yeah. It's 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 just don't don't argue with people that you don't know. Just release <laughs> that shit Thanks. is stupid. That shit is so stupid and a waste Thanks, of time. Dude. That's so counterproductive. Just it's it costs you nothing just to just to move on. And I've and I and I know I'm so much better for it, but yeah. I mean, Grant, I never argue with nobody on social media, though, but that's, I just never yeah. understood how people can just just get charged up and just do it. But yeah. <laughs> As a person who's done it, I can understand why, but I also don't condone it. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you, uh, anime avatar. <laughs> I'll show you picture dog avatar. I'll show you. 
Here, here, you Trump supporter. Let me type something thought-provoking and so eloquently put to make you not want to be a Trump supporter anymore. Tap, 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 tap. I'll show you an account that claims to be black but only posts white supremacist content. I'll show you. I'll show you, black man, that have such disdain for for black women. I'll show you off. Or vice versa. I'll show you, black woman, how dare you say this that men should do X, Y, and Z. I'll tell you off. Hold up, hold up. Tippity tap, 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 toxic, 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 toxic. Yeah. I got a little affirmation for y'all. Just carry this throughout y'all week. Things will always be the same until I choose to change them. This has been the Children of the Internet podcast. Uh, I am Byron from the Children of the Internet podcast. And this is Michael. Uh, Again, leave us a voicemail, send us a text message, send us a picture. Call us, maybe we'll answer at 843-410-8531. Email us at codypod2977 at gmail.com. And of course, go to iTunes and leave us five-star reviews. We will love you forever. We'll catch y'all after the drop. We out.